Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hello everyone, welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm Anna and I'm Laura. And we are back with our last episode of our Halloween week special, as well as our first um, Girl Vibes Only book review. Um, I love book clubs uh, and books. Me too. I'm so happy we decided to start this book club. And I'm thrilled with the first book um, of the club or the choice that we made, um, well, really that Laura made. So if you guys um, have been following along, we read Verity this month. We went, <laughs> I can't talk. Oh my God. We read Verity this month by Colleen Hoover. Yes. And this was a recommendation by Lar. I hadn't read this Colleen Hoover book yet. And it was my intro to like the thriller scene. Cause I'm not really wow. a like thriller book reader. I'm definitely a romance book reader. So this is my like my toe into the water of thrillers and I fucking loved it. I am so glad you did because I was nervous because I read on the contrary almost all exclusively thrillers except for lately this past summer. Anna has brought me into the romance novel world so I have started dabbling in those but I felt like this was a good starter book especially because I obviously don't know how you guys all like to read. I don't know what your type is. And this is a literally on the back of it. It's called a romantic thriller. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is the perfect combination of both of our genres. Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like it was a good, a good marriage between the two genres. Um, And we did a Uh, we put a box up on Instagram asking you guys for you for those of you who read it um what your thoughts were on the book and I guess before I dive into it if you are planning on reading this book and have not yet maybe don't listen to this episode yet maybe read the book first and then come back to the episode this is very much going to contain spoilers (laughs) yes like you're gonna we're not gonna be holding anything back so just an FYI before I get into it but when we put the um, box up on Instagram, you know, to get everyone's opinions, I feel like everyone that wrote in was like, oh, my God, it was amazing. I'm obsessed. I One of the comments was like, this needs to be the next, like, Colleen Hoover movie because uh, they're oh. making – was it, it ends with us it ends with us into a movie yes and so i'm so excited about that by the oh way. i cannot wait for that so to come fun. out but i i totally agree well i think ugly love should be a movie but i definitely think verity should be a movie yeah and i feel like this makes for a good movie too because yeah it's kind of like the woman in the window ask for those who do read thrillers or watch them because that one i think is on netflix or hulu um I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's just like a very good, it's like a soft thriller. So it's by no means a scary movie. It wouldn't be a scary movie. If it came out, it would just be like a drama edge of your seat. There's always something spooky going on, which Mm -hmm. is why we picked it also for October first book club, because it's Halloween week. It was definitely eerie. So I guess let's get into 
like should we each write our books or yes. we so, each write the book. So you go yeah, first. So I would definitely give this. Uh, wait, out of what? Oh, let's do five stars. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I would definitely give this a four out of five. Okay. What would you give it? Um, I don't know, because it was, like, my first, like, thriller. So, yeah. like, I don't really know. Like, I guess I don't have, like, thrillers to compare it off of. Just compare it to, like, what you read usually and, like, how you enjoyed it. Um, I think... I'll say four out of five, two. Yeah, four out of five, two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think because this is my issue is, like, Colleen Hoover, I truly fall in love with the, lead, like, male leads of every single Colleen <laughs> Hoover book. And it's honestly turning to be a problem. Like, I like she I, has really great character descriptions. Oh my, she like you know how like I feel like this is such like a a buzzword or buzz topic mm-hmm. lately. But, like you know how everyone like we all talk about like the the male gaze and like dressing for the male gaze and like right. blah blah blah. She writes for the female gaze. Oh yeah. Like if like if a guy ever is like I don't know how to be the best like man that a woman would want I'd be like turn into one of Colleen Hoover's male leads and you are the epitome of like what every girl wants in a man yeah she well and so this is why I thought this book was good too so this is why I gave it a four because I do read thrillers a lot Mm -hmm. and I definitely have like more books that I'm totally shocked by like a five is like a huge twist in it which this has twists yeah but it was just like five is like hard to get I'm very picky with five yeah four is an excellent read loved yeah. it and I read this book before I really understood who Colleen Hoover was and like how like she paints romance and how she makes these characters like so unique it almost feels like someone else wrote it yeah it definitely has a very different feel than the rest of her um the rest of her books but yes yeah. I'll wait I'll give why I think it's a four yeah because like I said I truly fall in love with every single male lead that she writes and while I was like totally like I loved Jeremy Crawford I thought he was like hot as fuck and (laughs) definitely when I was like reading it I was like oh my god he's such like a good guy like whatever like she again he's like the epitome of what you would want in someone but I wasn't as in love with him as I was with like who like with like Atlas or yeah. um oh god I always Ryle Ryle oh Ryle I know Ryle is my dream fucking man but I like after reading other Colleen Hoover books I like it was bad. Like I could not stop thinking about this fictional man. And I just kept like being like, Oh my God, am I going to reread this book? And I'd have to like move on to another book and physically make myself stop thinking about these fictional characters. And I haven't found myself really needing to do that with Jeremy. I have a theory for that, but I will get to that when, after we talk about each character, because I think we should go into each character and, and right. see what we think about them. All right. Well, let's start it off with obviously Lowen, which yeah. also, can I just say, cool fucking ass name. 
she Colleen Hoover always has amazing she names for the, all of their people. She has the best names. Like I Lowen is such a cool name. I know. And I liked it because her name was Lowen Ashley. And my yeah. name is Lauren Ashley. Freaking loved the yeah. similarities mm-hmm. because that just made me excited. No one's yeah. ever like named anything near me in books. Right. Um but I also love, I enjoy because I like writing and obviously reading. I love books about writers, which is also why I loved Beach Read. Yes. That's why I was like, Lauren, you yes. are going to die for Beach Read. And a lot of thrillers will like incorporate writers here and there. So I've read quite a few. So I like, I really like them. I don't know if she's had a writer in No, I guess books. she, I don't think she has. Yeah, no, she so. hasn't. But but you would also not to change it. Uh, people we meet on vacation. Did you read that? I didn't. I have it though. Another writer. Okay. Um, sorry, keep going. Yeah. So I I definitely love that she was a writer. I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they painted her really well. I think she was the most like well developed character, for sure throughout. Especially because she was like pretty consistent throughout the whole thing. I thought yeah. she was very relatable because sometimes I find it hard to like believe people in situations because I'm especially when it thinking in my thriller brain I'm like why are you saying that situation why are you putting yourself in that situation for in in Lowen's case yeah she knew something was up and was very clearly like being realistic about it like Mm -hmm. I just really I was like that's probably what I would do too like she was like not super dramatic about things but dramatic enough and I like how um I mean, not to the extreme that clearly Verity thinks and writes, um, but I like that, like, Colleen Hoover as a whole, when she's writing characters, like, there are some really dark thoughts that, like, she puts into the character's head that are totally, like, probably thought someone would think in that situation but wouldn't say aloud. And again, not saying, like, some of the things that, like, Verity supposedly thought um, are okay, but also I don't know that every thought that Verity wrote down is a thought that no one, no mother struggling with postpartum depression hasn't maybe thought before. Right. No, which, which is, is like, yeah, you're right. A totally realistic. Like way I to could think. totally see someone in that sort of like kind of depressed postpartum mindset thinking a lot of the things that were written in this book right. and like not saying it's right clearly and like you need to seek help and like you know everything like that but none none of it was like I, I I'd like that she doesn't like shy away from like you know having almost not discussions because I feel like there are internal thoughts for the characters but like making that a thing in the book like it's never yeah. like, too dark you know yeah no I I agree I think she t- tackles like very realistic oh topics. yeah at all times oh yeah so what do you like about Lowen though I totally agree I think Lowen was like very very relatable um the whole like her storyline with her mom like I think that's another thing where like there are some things she thinks and says in the book that like you know maybe isn't stereotypically what you would think or say about deceased mother but I think there are probably a lot of people out there who maybe had a similar relationship with their mom that Lowen did with hers and like maybe had some of those thoughts. Um, and I just think her dynamic with um, what's his, uh, what was his name? The Jeremy. No, um, the 
the manager, the book manager. Oh, her Case? agent slash yeah, what was boyfriend? It? Yeah, um, crew. I think his name was. Wasn't no, it? I, no, is that's the kid's name? Crew was. Oh, you're right, Corey. Corey. I knew, I knew it, was. it was like a douchey name. Um, <laughs> so I was like Chase. Um, he, I like. I thought that dynamic was like very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously, like the money struggles. Like I definitely felt like I could relate, and I felt like the way she reacted in like all of the scenarios that she was put in was very much how I probably would have reacted. Um, so I agree. I think she was very, very relatable. Now let's talk about Jeremy. Jeremy okay. and crew. We can kind of do it. Okay. A package. Okay. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? Yeah, because you okay. seem to have thoughts. <laughs> I love Jeremy. I love that, like, I love that um, to, like, the naked eye without knowing the whole background situation. Like, before Lowen, like, understood the full situation behind, like, his relationship with Verity and his thoughts, he really comes off as, like, an endearing, like, loving husband who mm-hmm. – had like was dealt a bad bad set of hand and like is just trying to do right by his family, and so I just like really respect that like that's how he's choosing to come off to like the general public, um, and I love how obviously like he's just like willing to help people when he like sees that they're like in need. Like I just think he seems like a really really like great guy. Um, like he's just like the perfect male character. Like, I, I don't know what else to say about that. And he seems like a great dad. I yeah. think, um, I love the way he talks, or how he talks about his, um, I think it was Harper who had like special needs. Right. Um, I love the way that he talked about her, but then also the way that Verity, you know, wrote about his um, thoughts on Harper and how he approaches, you know, being a parent to a child who has special needs. Um, So I thought that was, I loved that aspect of him. And I think that was like really interesting. And another thing that I don't think a lot of books touch on. And then crew is just the cutest fucking kid ever. Like, (laughs) I just think like, I hope my son is like crew. I know. He crew, just seems like crew a, did seem cute. He just seems like a total like nut job and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, crew creeped me out a little bit though. What? Like, well, towards the end when he started kind of like talking about his mom doing certain things and like well, remember do you, bl- do you blame him? Well, and do you remember when he specifically like um hurt her like with the knife or something like he had what was didn't he have he hurt himself with the knife yeah like that freaked me out like I didn't like do you blame him I mean I would act up too if that was my family dynamic yeah and I wouldn't be able to keep that secret in if I was him I'm just saying it creeped me out a little bit I mean I could see I could see that but I was more when he was saying creepy thing I was more creeped out by Verity than him yeah true but, I, I, I mean, he was a nice kid. Don't give me yeah. wrong. He's like, you know, a nice little child. But I definitely did get the creepy vibes that, like, we were intended to get by him a yeah. little bit. Um, But I agree with, with the, all your thoughts about Jeremy, too. I think he was, a again, very realistic character because mm-hmm. he wasn't 
like I don't know like just imagine the situation that he was actually put in where his wife is a famous author is bedridden hasn't talked forever he lost two kids in a matter of months yeah and now he is a random stranger living in his household like I liked that it wasn't like I don't know I feel like you read some romance books and it's like they looked at each other once and that exactly It's like, that's not how things go. There was definitely, like, a buildup. Yeah, and you got to experience, like, from both, like, Lowen's perspective on who he is now and then Mm -hmm. also Verity's perspective of who he was and, like, what type of person he was. Yeah. You definitely got a, like, good rounded sense of, like, young Jeremy and current Jeremy. Oh, yeah. And, like, you're right. I like that it wasn't just there was a lot of anticipation of like what his thoughts were on Lowen and you know everything like that. It was funny when I was reading the book. Um I was up laying like up in my room laying in bed and I had finally gotten to the part where they first like start to hook up like for the first time. And Morgan walked in and she's like, hey, you ready to come down and eat dinner? And I was like, no, you need to give me like another half hour because I just got to the fucking good part. Like I'm not. She's like, oh, God, are they banging? And I was like, it's like the first time they're actually like acknowledging that like both of them are like into each, each other. other. Yeah. I was like, so no, I'm not- literally I like had just started the sentence and I was like, oh, it's fucking happening. And you're like, I'm in and I'm like, I'm like, turn around go back I'll be downstairs in a half hour like no um yeah I I like that they and they like them together too I felt like it was a very like nice I think like that's the thing I like about Colleen Hoover too this whole episode's like an ode love letter to Colleen Hoover well all of our book reviews are literally but I think that she just makes very realistic and average characters yeah like sometimes each of our characters they have issues like each of them have something wrong with them oh they always do and like for her physically she was like fine from like Mm -hmm. what we know but like she had her sleepwalking issues and her mom struggles and she was poor like she had like a lot of issues and like for Jeremy too obviously he had a ton of baggage yeah but they still made it together and they didn't make up this like Hollywood glamorous couple. They just no. made up like an average, nice, loving couple that and you wanted to work out. I thought it was cool how um, even the dynamic um, between Verity and Jeremy, how like she was the breadwinner and it got to a point where like he didn't need to work. And so he was a stay at home dad. And like, I thought that was a really interesting like dynamic yeah. to have in the book that like, is definitely more realistic nowadays and I think should be obviously acknowledged more. Um, So I thought that was like really cool too. Um, But you're right. I think that they just like fit really well together. Like I could totally see this like sweet real estate agent um, who like was just like really kind and seemed kind Mm -hmm. of like fun loving uh, falling in love with this you know romance or like thriller writer um who like I I thought it was interesting how I obviously understood why Jeremy couldn't read Verity's books but like I thought it was interesting that he could read um Lowen's books yeah and find her 
writing to obviously still be like entertaining and the fact that it was still a thriller and like definitely probably had some dark shit in it but like was able to separate her from like the like darkness she writes but was never able to separate Verity from the darkness she wrote so I thought that was really interesting so that is a great segue into Verity because I think that exact thing that you just mentioned is why I believe the the writing the diary the book to be true Verity I 100% think it's true because I think that Jeremy if like he sees Loan and knows that's not who she is as a person so it's not scary to read the books like that he sees Verity and doesn't want to know what's in her mind because yeah. he knows deep down, like, that is real shit going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. 100%. No, I totally, totally agree. And, like, I just, I don't, but the the whole letter, like, at the end, like, obviously that she wrote saying that, like, you know, her uh, autobiography, whatever it was, was, like, a lie. I just don't at all buy it like it's just there's just no fucking way no and also I just don't think she would have brought um what's his face with her crew right like I think that is total bullshit too because if you were whatever planning on like doing this whole thing and planning on leaving to get away you wouldn't bring crew and if you're, like, starting, you, like, are someone who, like, truly hates kids, hates your own kids, definitely. Right. And you are, like, trying to run away and, like, start this new life and not get caught for the murders of your other two children. Um, why would you bring the other kid? And, right. like, that's just a total remembrance of everything. Right. Like, I just think it's total bullshit. I, I agree, too. I think that that letter was, like, a last-ditch effort to, like, yeah. try and save herself or to try and make people question that what and is like, real. I think, I think it was – I think she knew what was coming. I think she knew yeah. something was going to end up going down, and I think she knew that, like, if Jeremy found out, like, she was gone. And I think she obviously knew Jeremy and Lowen were – I mean, she knew they were fucking, and she knew right. that they were, like, together almost – so I think it was more of just a, if I am murdered, if I die, then this letter will, because she's vindictive, like she's spiteful. Right. I think she wrote it to for Jeremy to find and then feel terrible about everything and live with guilt for the rest of his life and like not yeah. be able to be with Lowen. I think it was truly just spiteful so that like, if I can't have you and I'm dead and whatever, then you're going to have a miserable life. And I think that's what that was for. Exactly. Especially like take literally what she was doing the whole book. Like she went to the extremes of literally being bedridden and mute for months just to pull off a a petty plan of some sort. Like it's just like, you thought your husband was leaving you, so you're going to go to this extreme. Like, something is actually wrong yeah. in her head. Like, yeah. that's not a normal response. You had a whole no. housekeeper taking care of you. Like, Yeah, exactly. And I think, too, I think um, there's something to be said about – because obviously we kind of get a little taste that, like, Verity grew up in a very religious household. And, you know, her family disowned her and everything like that. And – I don't think this is talked about enough, too. I think religion can have such a fucking throat, like, grip on people. 
and especially for people who like grew up in like that type of like strict harsh harsh environment and then to you know go off into the real world and not really like identify maybe with the religion or kind of living your life in a way that you know um you've been brought up and been told is like the wrong way or that people wouldn't approve of I think that psychologically fucks with a lot of people and I think a lot of people go through like some religious trauma and especially like I forget did it say what she was she catholic or like did it I don't know if it ever said I don't know what they said but I just know like also when it comes to like sexuality and just like sexual experiences in general I think religion especially when you grow up in an environment that harsh can like really traumatize you in that regard so I think maybe the fact that she was frankly like a normal woman like had normal sexual like I think drives and you know whatever of a normal person right so yeah I don't know I think that that religious definitely have a part in um a lot of Verity's issues and not for nothing like when she's talking in her autobiography and obviously going into all of these gruesome details and she's like this isn't one of those books where like you know you're gonna really like the author author at the end and you know she was for sure right about that I think she also kind of maybe she didn't have any guilt I don't know but she clearly didn't lead on that she had any guilt. And I don't know if that was like a she was just trying to be as raw and real as whatever. Cause she said, you know, I'm not gonna follow up each sentence with saying, I know this is wrong. So maybe that's why. But I think there probably was some guilt there. I just I can't imagine she didn't have any guilt or at least recognize that like what I'm thinking and act physically acting out, you know, isn't right. Right. Well, I think that's why, like, if I'm a writer, literally her creating the autobiography is kind of admitting that guilt. Like, it's her way of dealing with the guilt because she's obviously thinking about it in her head. Like, she's obviously doing all these things, putting it out on paper. And that's why, like, you know, when you put out something so vulnerable like that or you're planning to put out something Mm -hmm. so vulnerable like that, that's also probably why she wrote that letter at the end. Yeah. Like, question everything that she's doing because it makes you think like oh well all right like maybe she didn't write it and maybe like I don't have to believe all these secrets that she just spilled her guts to me about but it's right probably true and she definitely tried to put on the you know face and act like it was this perfect little family so and like clearly it was not um but she did take it you know make the effort to come off that you know everything was fine and she wanted you know that kind of facade and I don't think if you're like a true psychopath I don't think you take as much time and caution as she did to like try to make everyone believe you 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 know what I mean yeah I don't know maybe that's wrong I don't know but I think there definitely was guilt there that we didn't see yeah I I think it definitely existed in some way shape Mm -hmm. or form I mean I think in deep down I think that she did have an obsession with Jeremy I don't think that she thousand percent well so this was like going back to your point in the beginning where you Mm -hmm. said you this book you did not fall in love with the character the main character Jeremy even though you liked him yeah I think that's because usually 
from these books, from Colleen Hoover books mm-hmm. in general, you are along the ride. You're in the woman's gaze. Like you're along the ride with the woman mm-hmm. in the book because, and so you are following, falling in love with them as they do because right. you're learning about them. You're learning more. It's kind of like that process sped up for us. Yeah. In this book, one, I don't think Faraday actually loved Jeremy. I think she was just obsessed with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And unhealthily so because we know she's a psychopath in I, some sort. I think Jeremy just had good dick, honestly. I mean, she definitely wrote about that explicitly. Oh, in yeah. Many detail. And then two, I think that it was also because like, so one, you're like getting this like person who's telling you about the person, but they're not talking about like love qualities. They're, no, t- they're, yeah. they're That's not what it's about. And you're kind of getting at the same time, two versions of Jeremy and two versions of people falling for Jeremy. Yeah, that's like, true. It's like, you're not getting that one big long piece, perfect tie yeah. bow ending so I like I think that's probably why it yeah. wasn't because I same thing I was like I mean like Jeremy's like a cool dude but like yeah I wasn't, you know I feel like you're right like I definitely wanted more like not even super like intimate is in like a sexual way but more like intimate conversation and interaction between Lowen and Jeremy like their relationship was very normal like they yeah. just plainly started having similar interests like the I feel like the typical like romance like for it like this scene is like the one that's sitting out to me is when um they're sitting out in the backyard watching the like meteor shower and she like Lowen saying how um you know like she never really gets feedback on her books and um she doesn't do the whole like publicity thing so she she knows she has readers but like it's rare that um you know someone comes up to her and like says how much they love it um and it's like they don't actually know her so she doesn't know how to take it she was like for once I just want someone to tell me that um they care about what I'm writing about yeah and then she goes inside and you know jeremy's locking her into the room for the evening and he goes, i lied to you like uh verity never read your books i did and i loved them and i wanted you to be the one to continue this series and she was like oh like you know i forget what she said and then he goes um lowen i care about what you write and it was like that's like your stereotypical like moment like moment in like a romance book and like when I read it it's like one of those moments where you read it and you're like oh like oh my god like (laughs) yes oh my god like I literally like do that when I'm like reading and there were very very few of those moments between Lowen and Jeremy like just enough to obviously make it that they were like definitely like falling in love with each other and everything. But right. You're right. Like during a romance, a typical where it's just like you're following one relationship. Yeah. You have those moments way more often. Right. Yeah. Cause like you're kind of like in the head of mm-hmm. Verity a lot of the time. And yeah. in the head is dark. And creepy it was like, that's stuff. what I have to say is like, there were definitely points where I'm like, Whoa, I need to put this down. And like, there were some creepy fucking moments and I, I read like before I go to sleep most times 
And um, there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like creeped the fuck out now. Like there are definitely some eerie parts. And it was wild, too, because when you're reading the book, you you know what's coming. Like the whole time I was like, there's no way she's faking it. Like, is this going to be this isn't going to be a ghost story. Like, is she faking this, you know, this brain, whatever, what was it, paralyzed or brain dead or whatever? Is she faking this? Like, there's no way. And then when, when you find out, I'm like, like, I knew this was coming. Like, this is the only logical, like, like, way that this ends. But like, what? It still like makes you It's still like, oh my, like the moment when she, when he's like screaming, when Jeremy's screaming at her and then she like stands up, I was like, I would physically pass away if that's I, why, I like, was if in that, that was like in a movie I would oh my god and like the when um when crew whatever like hurts himself and needs the stitches and she's home alone with Verity oh my god and I was so she like has out. to sneak in the room I like there were hairs standing on the back of my neck and then when she goes down in the basement to get the baby mom monitor and she comes in the room and and like sees on the monitor like Verity on her oh my god I wanted to die. Or what about when she uh, slept walk and woke up in Verity's (gasps) bed and turned over and (laughs) oh my god! I wait, time out. I really want to know what Verity thought because like she definitely like like woke up or like knew something was going on. Like I want, I want. Like if I was Verity, I'd be laying in that bed like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Like no, yeah, there was a lot of moments that I was like, but that was man terrifying. Like just terrifying it too. I'm just like, Ooh. and it's scary. It, it was like scary too because I feel like obviously people who are in, well, Verity was fucking faking it, but people who are like in a good like, comatose state and like aren't there. There's like blankness behind the eyes, everything like that. Obviously not that they're dead, but like you can't feel their presence. You can't have the interaction. And I, I could imagine that having a loved one in a state like that could almost feel like they are dead. Yeah. And so laying in a bed next to that person, I feel like even if it was like, it wasn't Verity, it was like someone you loved. I think that could still be eerie and like kind of creepy. Yeah. So, Oh my God. I just, yeah, I know. There was there were totally points where I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like I'm yeah. dying right now. No, I'm glad we started with this book of thriller wise because yeah. like, there definitely is more like other books that are like take it even deeper and further. Ooh. And it gets creepy. And like to be honest, sometimes I feel like I'm number to it. Like I remember talking to other people who read this book like after, like before we talked about it here. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like, I, I didn't think it was, like, that crazy. But it's, like, once you talk about each instance out loud, you're like, okay, yeah, that is really creepy. I it was like I'm so creepy. reading thrillers. <laughs> Even just, but... like, reading the autobiography, like, sections where she's talking about, you know, wanting to kill her kids and, like, everything like that. Like, that was even, like, holy shit. This is, like, heavy, heavy stuff. And then, know. you know, like I said earlier – I feel like as wild and like, you know, sad as it is, I don't think the thoughts that Verity wrote 
are too far off from what maybe a mother going through postpartum. And again, it may be dramatic, right. but I could imagine that like someone that's oppressed and going through postpartum and not having a clear head on very well could have thought some of the things Verity right. did, like they weren't that far off. And so then on top of it, thinking that, that like, these are like realistic thoughts people could have made it even scarier. Yeah, like it reminded me, have you ever watched Shutter Island? Yes. So it reminded me of what Leonardo DiCaprio, I can't remember his character's name right yeah, now, thought I mean. ha- happened where his wife was struggling with postpartum and other issues and killed their kids. Yeah. Thinking that would make things perfect and now they had this perfect family. I feel like that was kind of what she like it reminded me of that yeah like it's not logical but she's definitely getting messed up from past trauma right herself in general and now postpartum it it does add up yeah no definitely uh I don't know it was so good though oh my god I'm yawning <laughs> but um no it was such a good book I definitely like I loved it I feel like I think I read it in like three sittings yeah, it's it's an easy read too, which is, oh, I love so about easy. her books because they are quick and like they make it so you want to find out what happened yeah. like right away. It was weird because there was parts where I was like, oh, I feel like I need to stop reading this. Like this is a lot. But I also was like, no, nah, but keep reading. Like I want to know yeah. what happens. Um, But I highly recommend. I mean, I'm assuming everyone who's making it to this part of this podcast has read the book um so (laughs) we hope you guys all loved it um it seems like everyone did by the feedback that we got on insta um but we i don't think we've picked next month's book yet Mm -hmm. so um next episode we will let you know about that and uh, we'll definitely post it on our instagram like on our story and everything like that as well um so if you have any suggestions about what the november book of the month uh should be dm us and we'll even do a poll of some we'll yeah pick a few and we can um yeah that's a good idea to to get your guys thoughts but yeah i hope you guys liked it let us know we'll be posting obviously an instagram post today so Mm -hmm. let us know what you rated it and if you had any additional thoughts um i'm glad so many people liked it though i'm glad that you guys enjoyed me too Okay. Well, it was nice talking to all of you. Well, have a wonderful Halloween. Yes. Happy Halloween. We hope you enjoyed our Halloween special week of all conspiracy theories. And, you know, Verity is kind of a conspiracy theory, too, depending it, on it what could be. <laughs> it, no, like depending on what you think. That's true. If the letter is bullshit or not at the end, it's kind of a conspiracy. That is true. Is Verity conspiring against us? I think so. I agree. Well, I think Jeremy, she's in low and she is. She is. But, (laughs) okay, well, we will see you guys in the next one. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. TTYL XOXO Girl Vibes Only.